Alrighty then. <clears throat> you want a cold open? No, I have no joy in my life to to laugh about anything. We could talk about uh, why you're so unhappy. Save it for a DOL podcast coming soon, hopefully. What's going on, everybody, YouTube listeners, everybody out there listening to or viewing the Super Bowl betting preview presented by the Dose Media Network, Joey's Super Bowl 57. We've got the Eagles, we've got the Chiefs, and we're running it back, trying to hit another highly profitable betting show as we did last year. Last year when Super Bowl just... Uh, a sports betting, I should say, just became legal mm-hmm. in New York. It was, we were like kids in a candy store, and we ended up probably having like our most profitable day since because we smashed everything, and it's just been downhill <laughs> since then. Yeah, I mean, Super Bowl 56 was great from the start. We hit on the opening coin toss for $100. Um, so just starting off the game that way is incredible, and then everything went right. I'm pretty sure I won pretty much every single bet that I placed besides maybe mm-hmm. a few parlays that you know missed by Matt Gay missing a field goal or not hitting his field goal props or whatever uh but yeah so we just got to run it back there are a lot of props that I like there's a lot of long shot props that we're going to talk about we're going to talk about our game predictions our score predictions and then just overall how we think this game is going to play out so if you're watching this on YouTube make sure you subscribe to the channel we really appreciate that and if you're listening to this on whatever podcast platform you use make sure you download the episodes helps us out a ton leave a rating leave a review and you can also leave comments if you're watching this video let us know uh, what you want to see moving forward after the football season yeah please do because we don't plan to slow things down but today we're here to talk about the big game joey and and you kind of referenced it right it all starts (laughs) right here with the coin toss all right so I'm going to tell you, I've been doing some serious digging on this coin toss through 56 Super Bowls. Tails has been the winner up to this point. Tails is hitting at a 51.8% clip. Heads is coming off of back-to-back wins. Now, throughout the entire 56 Super Bowls, there have been 11 instances of one side of the coin hitting in back-to-back years, all right? 11 times. Now, how many times out of those 11 has the side that hit twice gone for a third straight? I'll tell you right here, right now, 9 out of 11 times when a coin hits twice in a row 81 percent of the time it's going for a third straight and i think that that's what's going to happen right here not to mention not to mention that heads has shown an ability to go on longer stretches than tails the current record in super bowl history is five straight and i think heads right now is making a push to break that i think we see a really long stretch of heads i think heads hits this year i think heads hits next year i think heads hits the following year before and then we're going to be talking about a sixth heads in a row four years down the line for a all-time record record but that all starts on sunday as we go for three straight joey i'm locking in heads DraftKings, you can get it at plus 100 every other book you're not going to find it at plus money so we're going to dk we're loading up the account and we're putting a hundred dollars and we're starting the super bowl <laughs> off right with heads i mean you know i like the stats i, I like the uh, deep research and overall just uh trying to 
put numbers onto something that is just a uh, 50% bet, uh, a 50% probability bet. So Tails, it's landed on Tails more times than not over the course of the Super Bowl. Is that indeed that, it that's has. what you said? Yes. All right. 29 versus 27. So, so yeah, maybe so heads hitting, you know, over the last few Super Bowls is just regressing to the mean. It's, you know, long term, it's going to be 50, 50, but I'm on tails. I'm on tails. We're, we're, we're starting off the the episode already going against each other. I'm I'm on tails. I don't like that. In this spot. Um, I think tails is due and tails never fails. So, but Joey, can I also tell you this? I did some research. You can't find this on every book right now, but what I have found is that the public is also on mm. tails. The public is all over tails never fails. You want to be on the public side? I don't think that's sharp. <laughs> I, I definitely don't want to be on the public side because the public is a bunch of idiots. 56% of bets on BetMGM are on tails, 59% of the money. Mm. Mm. So maybe that's the sharp side, though. Maybe tails is, is, a, is the sharp side, and the squares are looking at the uh, recent history of heads and saying, oh, it's going to be heads again, when in reality, it has the equal chance of being heads or tails, and the, the past yes. results don't matter, right? Um, True. So I, I'll be on tails in this spot going against you. I, th- I think tails is due. And obviously there there are some uh, factors that we, we can't measure, right? We, we don't know the person that's flipping the coin. And we also don't mm-hmm. know whether or not that heads or tails is going to be facing up when they flip it. Maybe that influences the uh, side mm-hmm. that it lands on a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can't measure that. Um, so no. so maybe the, this person favors tails. Maybe they're a tails type of person, but maybe True. they're a heads type of person. And I'm donating yeah. immediately. Look, we'll we'll find out. Honestly, from here on out, every bet that we talk about, you're not going to get fifty yeah. percent on. So we're, so we're we're taking longer <laughs> shots from here on out. But let's let's start it off. I've we've broken up the bets that we're going to talk about into three categories. All right, we've got bankroll builders to start. You know, our safer, more realistic bets. We're going to move into long shots, and we'll close things out with a super lock, aka our game predictions. Joey, starting off with some bankroll builders. What's a good way that people can just start off this game, getting some good money in? Yeah, so. The, the first prop that kind of stuck out to me was the total players with a rush attempt under five and a half at minus 165 on DraftKings. I like this prop just because I don't think that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to run the ball in this spot very much to begin with. And I also think that maybe maybe it's actually a kind of a bad bet now with CH, but even he's a non-factor. L- looking over the Chiefs' game logs over the course of the season, they usually had about four or five people touching the ball in terms of rushing attempts. Maybe they get a little crazy and they have Travis Kelsey have a sneak or Noah Gray have a sneak. And I, I just think that it's going to be a condensed pool of people who touch the ball and ultimately the way I think the Chiefs win this game is not by rushing the ball and not by having these creative plays they're going to have to win this game on the back of Patrick Mahomes and um, I I think this is just going to be a pass centric game plan from Kansas City so that's kind of the thesis behind it, but with some of the players that have come back from injury or or projected to play like CEH and Gadarius Tony now, I like this before I had that news. With that news, I mean the over might be a good look, maybe, but I, I'll still ride with the under. I think I think it's okay, but I will say it's yeah. it's not it's not as good as I thought it was. No, I mean, I, I still like it. Once I, I saw that you were on this, I thought it made a lot of sense. You know, I think Mahomes, Pacheco, and McKinnon are, are pretty much locks. I think Tony probably gets at least one. 
And then you can still spare, you know, CEH yeah. or even like Rojo or, you know, a Kelsey, you know, sneaky rush attempt type of scenario. And, and as long as only one of those happens, you're still good. You know, so I really do think that five is probably the sharp number yeah. here. I wish you could just bet on it to be five. But like, you know, if CEH is getting a rush attempt, like doesn't that kind of really take away from the potential of Rojo doing it? Like, I, I think so. Uh, or them a- activating Melvin Gordon, who I found out was yeah. on the team this week. Or, but like, whatever, man. I, I I think that this is a pretty sharp bet, which brings me into my bet here, which is also going to be surrounding the running backs. I like the under on Miles Sanders and Isaiah Pacheco to go under 133 and a half combined rushing and receiving yards at minus 125 on DraftKings. Um, if you look at the rushing props alone. As to what these guys are expected to do, we've got Sanders at 59 and a half, and we've got Pacheco at 48 and a half, which comes to 108. If you just look at their rushing uh, line combined, it's 109. So you could take that, but I think that there's a little more equity in fading these players receiving roles. Uh, I think Jarek McKinnon will be more involved. We saw Pacheco have like his biggest pass game role of the season last week. I I think that's kind of fluky. I think that we've seen all season long that McKinnon is the guy that they're going to utilize in the passing game out of the backfield, at least on the Chiefs side of the ball. And Miles Sanders, I mean, he's live to get zero catches every single Mm -hmm. game. They just don't use him that way. Kenneth Gainwell is the preferred pass catching back in an offense that doesn't even utilize running backs as pass catchers. So I I like the extra buffer of, you know, getting 24 yards receiving and fading that from these guys. And I could see, you know, both of these teams not really committing to either player. I think all three running backs are going to be involved. Uh, Sanders, Gainwell, Scott for the Eagles. And I expect Pacheco to be the dominant, you know, ball carrier in KC, but McKinnon will be utilized and CEH could be worked in a little bit and not to mention whatever Katerius Tony gets. So, you know, I think it's a pretty sharp line here. You're just betting on two players who aren't full-time players to go under their rushing props in a game that I expect to be pass centric. So minus 125 is where I'm going to be starting things off here. Miles Sanders, Isaiah Pacheco under 133 and a half combined rushing and receiving. Yeah, I like that. I was just the I was just uh, adding up the individual like stat projections from Roto Grinders on both players, and it's pretty close when taking just a look at the at the pure projections uh, with both of these players. Both players are projected for around 60 rushing yards, um, so that'll put you close to the 133 mark uh, with 120 combined. But I do agree that I'm kind of disregarding the projections in this spot. The Chiefs have not had a good rushing attack this entire postseason outside of Pacheco's big 40-yard run that he had against the Jags uh, late in that game. The Chiefs are averaging 2.2 yards per carry. They've been horrendous on the ground. The Chiefs, meanwhile, have a top 10 rushing defense. They were ninth in the NFL in terms of rushing yards allowed per game, just over 100 yards allowed to opposing teams so it's a it is on paper kind of a tougher spot for the Eagles rushing offense I do agree with the general take that the Eagles offensive line is the best offensive line in the league and they'll have their way with any team so I'm not really concerned about the matchup but when you take a look at the usage that Kenny Gainwell has had this postseason Boston Scott has came in and had some touches as well 
I think that is a big factor in this line, 133 and a half for both players. Um, I, I do like that under quite a bit. And staying in this category, I brought it up to you a few days ago, and the line has actually changed. Dallas Goddard plus 36 and a half uh, to mm. Travis Kelsey. When I DM'd you this prop, it was plus 38 and a half, and I said that was just way too much. And it's gone down two points. Um, I just think that this is too many yards. Dallas mm. Goddard's over four and a half catches is juiced to the over currently. It's a good spot for the Chiefs pass catchers in general going up against a bottom five secondary in terms of DVOA in the entire NFL. If we expect the Eagles to go a little bit more pass heavy in this spot, Dallas Goddard is is Jalen Hurts' safety blanket. And plus 36 and a half, I think it's too, too many yards. Obviously, I, at 38 and a half, it was a complete smash. And two yards does matter. And I'm, I'm surprised that they bumped it down, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not expecting that. But the projections as it stands right now, Goddard is projected for about 50 receiving yards. Travis Kelsey is projected for about 78 yards. Um, so you're looking at a 28-yard differential in terms of projections, but you're getting 36.5 on DraftKings at minus 115. So I really do like this bet. I like that one as well. Another prop that I like for the Super Bowl in terms of a bankroll builder, Mahomes to have one-plus passing touchdowns in each half at minus 115. <laughs> Absolutely love it. The Chiefs currently have a 24 and a half implied team total so they're projected to score about three touchdowns and a field goal per vegas and the chiefs literally do not run the ball in the red zone okay they get down to the one yard line they are not running the ball it is going to be patrick mahomes doing a little shovel pass to like Jarek mckinnon or travis kelsey or nice bootleg play action to one of the tight ends. Patrick Mahomes, I think, is a lock to have two touchdowns in this game passing. I think the Chiefs will be able to move the ball, and we'll talk about how we think the game is going to play out once we get to just our overall game predictions. But I'll just bet that he has one touchdown in the first 30 minutes and then one touchdown in the last 30 minutes. At minus 115, not much juice there. This is a great bankroll builder. You know, put 115 on it to win 100. I don't see the the Chiefs getting locked up in this spot. The Eagles, I mean, we'll talk about it. I think they're a little bit overrated. I think they still are a very good team, but they're beatable. And the Chiefs have shown that they can beat elite secondaries, i.e. the 49ers earlier in the regular season, the Bengals, the Tampa Bay Bucks, etc., etc. So Patrick Mahomes to have one plus passing touchdown, minus 115. I mean, I don't see how this loses. Absolutely free. And then sort of sticking with that same theory that the Chiefs are going to be able to move the ball even against an elite secondary. I like Mahomes to go over 25 and a half completions at minus 128 on FanDuel. Mahomes has gone over this line in nine out of 20 games played, including the postseason, but a lot of those games have been non-competitive. This is a game where I do think that both teams are extremely good. Obviously, they made it the entire way, but It's going to be a competitive game. This game is going to be on the backs of the quarterbacks. If either team is going to find success, it will come through the success of the quarterbacks first and foremost. I think that because of the strength of the Eagles defense being the outside corners, it's going to lead to more shorter completions, targets over the middle of the field, a lot of easy, you know, layup type completions for Patrick Mahomes, if you will. 25 and a half, it's obviously juiced to the over at minus 128. So it's sort of an expected outcome, but I do believe that, you know, as 
a bankroll builder, it's a good bet to get in there and just sort of betting on Mahomes to have a good game. Like 26 completions is very attainable for a player like him. You know, we'll see some dump offs to McKinnon. We'll see like seven plus catches for Kelsey. You could lock that in. And then in direct correlation with this, I think Juju Smith-Schuster at three and a half catches is just, that's just too low to me, right? And with the current state of this team, Miko Hardman already ruled out, put on IR. Kadarius Toney limited at practice still after missing a bunch of practice last week. They're down on offensive talent right now at at the wide receiver position. MVS, I I think he gets completely locked up by the Darius Slay-Bradbury combination. They did get Avante Maddox back in the slot for the Eagles, but that's not going to stop Juju from getting at least four, five, six targets. He needs to get four to cash you here. You're getting plus money, plus 105 here. He's hit this in half of the games played. And like I said, a lot of these games, at least especially down the stretch for the Chiefs, have been non-competitive games. So in a game that I expect to be competitive, Juju Smith-Schuster has the best matchup of any wide receiver. The slot is where you want to attack the Eagles secondary. So I think we see a lot of Juju. I think we see a lot of Kelsey. And I think that we see guys like MVS and Justin Watson on the outside getting shut down. So for that reason, I'm going Juju Smith-Schuster plus three and a half receptions. It correlates well with the Mahomes completion prop. And that's just sort of the way that I see this Chiefs offense operating. And there's another Juju uh, prop that I like in terms of long shots, but we'll get to that in a minute here. I like that Juju bet quite a lot, especially uh, at plus 105. You know, you're you're getting plus money on a player that does have, you know, games where he gets six, seven catches in his range. And as a healthy Chiefs wide receiver, he's going to have to catch the ball. And I think this is a good game for Juju Smith to finally show up and, uh, you know, make his presence known, especially with, like you said, McCole Hardman getting placed back on IR. Tony's been dealing with an injury. MVS has the worst matchup on the entire slate. So I do like MVS under two and a half catches at, at minus 110. I would take that as well as a, as a bankroll yeah. builder. Uh, but my final bankroll builder, a nice kind of longer shot play under 0.5 fumbles plus 175 on DraftKings. I mean, <laughs> there, there's no analysis behind this. I, I I know why the no is favored. The Chiefs and Eagles are both top half in the league this season in terms of fumbles and fumbles lost. So I get why the yes is favored, Uh, but I'll just go ahead and, and ride no for plus 175. No analysis. I just think that... <laughs> I just think that the uh, the Eagles are, are, as an offense, probably want to come out run heavy. And I, I trust the running backs to uh, hold on to the ball in this spot. And if they come out pass heavy, that's even better. Uh, the, the more pass heavy the teams are, I think the less likely there are to be fumbles, you know, outside of the quarterback getting sacked for a fumble. And I'll just ride no, one, plus 175. Um, and if there's a fumble loss, I will be in shambles. They can fumble yeah. just as long as they don't lose it. That's the key part here. As long as they don't lose the no. fumble. These dudes can fumble every single play they want if they want. Just get the ball back. Yeah, I really like that prop, especially just for that little last part that you mentioned, that they have to lose the fumble. Like, they can fumble the ball, but as long as they get it back themselves, you're Gucci. Yeah. So, like, that makes a lot of sense to me. I like that as a longer shot, but still, you know, fairly reasonable. We're not we're not getting crazy yet, but I think it's time that we start to get a little crazy. Let's, let's up the ante here and, and transition into long shots. So, my first favorite longer shot bet is Patrick Mahomes and Hurts to have one plus passing touchdowns in each half. So we currently have a total of 51 in this game. So Vegas is expecting a lot 
of touchdowns in this matchup. The Chiefs were the highest scoring team in the NFL, averaging just over 29 points per game. The Eagles were right there, right behind them, 28 points per game. So both teams are averaging four plus touchdowns per game in the 2022 season. I already expect Patrick Mahomes to have one plus passing touchdown and we saw that was minus 115 so now we're just adding on Jalen Hurts to have one plus passing touchdown in each half and we're getting plus 350 in one of the Mm -hmm. most beatable matchups that the Eagles have had all year in terms of the passing attack and I I know that the Eagles are obviously a run first team and they want to be run first and they led the NFL in terms of rushing touchdowns and they're very likely to score multiple rushing touchdowns in this spot but I think think that the Eagles are also very live to have a ton of passing touchdowns and I would not be surprised to see Jalen Hurts have a three passing touchdown performance or even four passing touchdown performance in this game so plus 350 I think is a good line personally for both quarterbacks to throw a touchdown in in each half and I, I think Vegas agrees that there's going to be a lot of points a lot of touchdowns and a lot of opportunity for both players to hit this so just uh no no rushing touchdowns no rushing touchdowns. No, I, I like this prop a lot, especially, I mean, I think in the first half, both teams are going to come out firing. To be honest with you, I think both teams are going to want to make a statement on each of their first drives. I think that they're going to want to be putting the ball in the end zone. I want to see passing attempts early. I want to see passing success early in this game. And this is just a solid bet. You're taking two elite quarterbacks in a high total game. It makes a lot of sense to me. And also it kind of does something that I like to do in big games like this, you know, games where you have a lot of action in play and it's like, like taking a riskier version of a safe prop that you already have so you can get double paid off if it does hit. So you've already got your Mahomes to throw a passing touchdown in each half at minus 115. So you got that. And then, you know, that that sort of pays this bet off if it misses, right? And then if it hits, you're basically hitting the bet twice by just mm-hmm. adding a second leg to it with with uh, Jalen Hurts. So like I do this a lot with prize picks where I'll have, you know, maybe like a two pick power play and then I'll add two more players that correlate with it to make it a four pick so you know I hit my two leg boom I'm good and then if the other players do their jobs you know we're we're cashing out even higher you know that's how I've hit my biggest days on prize picks and and I think that you know that sort of uh, similarly applies to a situation like this and a bet like this. And I have a sort of similar situation that I'll touch on later as we get to game predictions. Now let's talk about for a long shot this is probably, I think, the one of the favorite bets that the public likes mm. to make is first touchdown score. You know, it's fun. There's always super juiced odds on it. You know, you get an opportunity to make a lot off of betting a little. The way that I like to go after first touchdown score, rather than putting a fat one unit bet, say I'm going to put 100 on this. Am I going to put it all on one guy in a category that is so fluky? Personally, I am not. I'm going to spread it out. So the way that I'm attacking first touchdown scorer here is I'm going to spread my $100 bet across four players, $25 on each player. I've got $25 on Travis Kelsey at plus 700, got $25 on AJ Brown at plus 1000 and $25 on Devontae Smith at plus 1200, all on DraftKings. And then the fourth bet Over on BetMGM is Juju Smith-Schuster at plus 2K. As you can see here on the screen, he's plus 1,900 on DraftKings. So you're getting a little bit of better odds over on BetMGM here. If you break this all down with, you know, obviously if one of these bets hits, you're losing all three. So I'm subtracting that plus the 25 investment 
Kelsey hits, you're winning $100. AJ Brown hits, you're hitting 175. Devontae Smith, you're hitting 225. And Juju, you'd be hitting 425. All of those numbers are specifically profit. And that doesn't include the inevitable odd surge that you'll be able to get on these guys. Uh, we've seen promotions. They come every single day. You know, DraftKings is doing one between, I think, like uh, 3 and 6 p.m. Or, or like 6 and 9 p.m. every day, something like that. And there will be more throughout the week. So I will probably get a plus 200 odd surge that you can like put on your favorite of these guys. But these are the four players that I like, odds included, and, and that I just think are most likely to be first touchdown score. So I'm, I'm spreading 100 between Kelsey, Smith, A.J. Brown, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju on BetMGM exclusively because you're getting the best odds. Yeah, I like that, you know, until Jalen Hurts inevitably has a one-yard rushing touchdown. Of course. Of course. First drive. Of course. Uh, because you you know that shit is happening. Um, the, the Eagles will probably score the first touchdown, and it will most likely be a rushing touchdown, even though I would be devastated if that happens. Um, <laughs> and... I, I did have a bet early in the week. Can't say it on here because the line has unfortunately changed, but it was the it was the uh, jersey number of the first touchdown score. We smacked that last yeah, it year. Was, it was over 10 and a half, which gave you four out of the top six players uh, in terms of the first touchdown score. DraftKings, those sly dogs, moved it to over 11 and a half. So they bumped it up a number to get A.J. Brown included uh, for the under. So the over 10 and a half was plus 110. The over 11 and a half is plus 105. So you're losing five cents on the juice and you're losing one jersey number. Mm -hmm. And he's obviously, as you can see on the screen, the fifth most likeliest player to score a touchdown. So that was a prop that I had. Obviously, I don't like it at over 11 and a half. Um, even though per odds you have a 50% chance uh, with Sanders, Kelsey, and Dallas Goddard as, you know, three out of the top six, you got two out of the top three. So, I mean, the, the odds are still kind of in your favor. So I, I would sprinkle that a little bit on the uh, jersey number, but it's not as good as it once was. Just thought I should uh, bring that up. Well, to that to that same point, we've got we've got one that I've never seen before in that same same vein there where you've got the combined jersey number of all touchdown scorers at 160 and a half. <laughs> what do you think about that? I mean, if, if Kelsey hits one, you're probably getting pretty close. I mean, of course, that could be sold too. But if you get like two guys, I mean, who, who do the Chiefs have? Well, I'm assuming it's not double counted. With high numbers. It's, it's, yeah, no, if it were double counted, you just need two touchdowns out of Kelsey yeah. to hit. But um, I mean, it, it would really just be like if you get the tight ends, if you get touchdowns yeah. from the tight end Kelsey and Goddard you're hitting pretty much mm. you'd probably be better off just parlaying like a Kelsey and a Goddard touchdown yeah. I mean that's it's only minus 105 it's probably a fish bet but I just thought it was a, a funny interesting yeah. one yeah no yeah I mean for that you definitely need the tight ends to to score because both teams don't have their wide receivers with high numbers um if you mm -hmm. think about it Juju is nine. AJ Brown is 11. Devontae Smith is what? Six. Hertz is one. Miles Sanders is 26, which is pretty low. Pacheco is 10. 10. Kadarius Tony's 19. Mahomes is 15. McKinnon's one, right? Yeah. Uh, MVS, I think, has a low number as well. Pretty sure he's like yeah, 11. Mahomes, or sure. MVS is 11. So, I mean, the under. Would it would be the sharp play there? That's a pretty good idea. Yeah, I mean under. I mean it's juice to the under minus one fifteen. I might have to yeah. to think about that. To be honest with you, do you have any other long shots that you want to hit on here? 
kind of a, just a, a similar play to what I've already talked about. Um, just Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts to have three plus passing touchdowns in this game, right? That that's twenty one points from each quarterback the total's at 51 so it's definitely very live for each quarterback to have three touchdowns obviously with the eagles it's probably very unlikely uh with the way that they want to run the ball especially in the red zone but just kind of a uh similar bet to what i've already talked about but you're you're getting plus 800 um for three plus passing touchdowns each and then i know uh you and i have both played this play each team to score one touchdown and one plus field goal in each half. Ben and I already mm-hmm. locked this in. Um, this play, when I saw it on DraftKings, it was plus 1,100. It's plus 1,700 on FanDuel. So, I mean, kind of a huge discrepancy there. And I think a touchdown in each half for each team is pretty much a lock. It's the field goals that really concern me um, there. And, and I think that's what loses the bet is, you know, a kicker doesn't have a field goal in either half. But I I'll, I, I mean, I put 10 bucks on it plus 1700. Why not? I just had to check to see if I put that in. I totally forgot that I bet that, but I did. Yeah. Wow. Who, who, who knew? <laughs> it's going to be a long two weeks, dude. By, by the time that Super Bowls kicks off, I'm not even going to know what i have money on <laughs> but that's the joy right look i've got a lock all right oh, a long wow. shot lock okay now when you hear plus three thousand, you probably don't think lock but i've got one for you <laughs> five years ago in 2018 there was a play that occurred in the super bowl mm. by the by the philadelphia eagles no less the same team that is happens to be playing this week joey against who did they play in that super bowl do you, do you recall <laughs> Yeah, I definitely recall that Super Bowl. Yes, Thanks for reminding the, me. <laughs> you're welcome. They played the New England Patriots, right? In that game, there was a play that, that occurred that some call the most famous play in NFL history. Some debate this, you know, was it this? Was it the helmet catch? No. I mean, the Philly special has become, you know, just a moment in NFL history. Do you think that there's some chance that the Eagles, back in the Super Bowl five years later, want to recapture some of that glory? I personally do. So you can get any quarterback, any quarterback to have one plus receiving touchdown aka i'm gonna call it the philly special at plus 3000 on DraftKings. and the reason that i like this is because not only can it be the philadelphia eagles who pull this off because it could be either quarterback it could be the chiefs and how many times joey throughout the season do we talk about the type of bullshit fuckery that the chiefs mm-hmm. like to run at the goal line no team likes to do it more andy reed former head coach of the chiefs They've got Travis Kelsey. You, you think that it's outside of the realm of possibility that they would want to do some shysty shit and have <laughs> Travis Kelsey throw the ball to Mahomes? This is a Mahomes legacy game. This is a Kelsey legacy game to some extent as well. It was a tight end to quarterback when the fit when the Eagles did it years ago. I could see it being a tight end to quarterback here. You know, Kelsey and Mahomes, I think it's live. And on the Eagles side of the ball, you're telling me that Dallas Goddard can't throw it to Jalen Hurts, two way more superior athletic players at each of their respective positions. I love this. It's like a narrative thing. Obviously, you know, it is a longer shot, not a lock, like I said, but plus 3K just for a fun bet. I love it. I think that you're probably rooting against this because you need the passing touchdowns from the quarterbacks, not the receiving touchdowns, but I'm, I put 35 on it to win like a thousand or, or something like that. Um, maybe, maybe it was 25 to win 750. I can't remember, but you know, just small bet for a good time. Let's rock. 
Philly special or KC special to occur <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I like that. And I had this this one right here, a couple uh, rows down. I, I had this as one of my long shot plays as well. Any player to have a pass completion, a reception, and a rush attempt. I mean, you could lock in Mahomes and Hurts, obviously, for the pass completion and the rush attempt. And God forbid they don't score a touchdown, but they get a they get a pass or they get a a, a reception plus 900. I think you have to play that if you're playing the QB to have a one plus receiving touchdown because both hit true and you have more outs on the reception with it not being a touchdown at plus 900. Obviously you're getting, you know, 2,100 odds differential there uh, if it is a touchdown, but I, I think that you should probably play this one as well at plus 900 if you have money on the quarterback to to score a receiving touchdown because it wins both. Yeah, um, no, I mean, that makes sense. It's just like where on the field are they going to run this other than, you know, at the goal line, I feel like. I mean, in that same Super Bowl, the Patriots ran a similar <laughs> play to Tom Brady at like the 35 yard line and he just dropped it yeah I don't know if you remember I do I do recall that I I didn't remember if it was in that Super Bowl but it was it was off it was in the Super Bowl because they they tried to do the same shit after it was it was in the second half and yeah and and then you also get the uh you get the coveted uh bat down catch your own pass potential Mm. oh that that see now now I'm now I'm on board because that's that could actually happen. Yeah, like that's which Mahomes has done multiple times. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: mm-hmm. he yeah, has no, done it like multiple that. times in his career. All so right, I'm gonna stack I'm gonna stack those bets like you said. That that makes a lot of sense to me. I already have the first one locked in, so I'll throw this yeah. on uh, for a little booster as well. <laughs> and uh, just just a general thought about props and Super Bowl props. Obviously, there's a lot. We're not going to get to all of the ones that we like or that we'll play. So make sure you join the Discord first and foremost. We'll put all of the plays that we're on in that. Um, But we've covered a a good amount. But across all of the books, especially if you're in a legal state, there's a ton of props, a ton of different value, and there's a ton of correlating props that you can make just like we what we just discussed, you know, any quarterback to have one plus receiving touchdown and any player to have a pass completion or reception and a rush attempt. You know, if you get the touchdown, like I said, you're winning both bets. So you might as well just throw a little bit of money on the plus 900 one, which is more likely to happen, and then throw a little bit of money on the touchdown one. You get paid off on both. Um right? Like, yeah, so out of curiosity just like from a bankroll standpoint, are you sort of scaling how much you're putting on the bet depending on how much of a long shot it is like for example are you putting the same amount of money on Mahomes to have a passing touchdown in each half as you are for both Mahomes and Hurts to do it or are you like scaling up or down depending on yeah I think that you definitely are scaling if you're Mm -hmm. you know sport betting properly in my opinion um you know you're not gonna put one unit on on a plus three thousand play right like that that's probably a ten dollar play if your units are a hundred or to win a hundred i should say or twenty dollars right like you're gonna put like 0.2 maybe if you're feeling frisky like 0.5 units on these plays um so the longer of a shot it is the less amount of money that i will be putting on it ten dollars minimum though for me um and, and probably like 50 max for me, especially when you're going to have a lot, um, you know, unless you got it like that, I don't. So definitely not going to have, you know, hundreds of dollars on each prop, but definitely got to got to be invested. And like I said, there's a lot of props available across a lot of different books and just make sure you're line shopping, correlating your your prop bets you you can find good correlating bets and you can get paid off. And And we've laid out a ton 
in, in this video so far. So absolutely without a doubt. And like for me, I try and take sports betting seriously 364 days oh, yeah. a year. But there's one day that I take off. All yeah. right. It's the Super it's, Bowl. It happens once a fun. year. Yeah, you know, I'm just like, I'm not usually uh, betting four different first touchdown scores on every NFL game. You know what I'm no. saying? It's like, but like, so the bankroll builders that we started off the show, those are like solid bets that I would make in any week. But after that, like, I'm just trying to have some yeah. fun, man. I want to enjoy the Super Bowl and I want to have some fun action in there. So it's okay to get a little bit loose. It's okay to make bets that aren't like, quote unquote, sharp that I would never promote on this YouTube channel <laughs> during the regular season or when I'm like, you know, trying to grind and help the people be profitable because ultimately that is what we're doing here it's okay to have fun man 364 days a year you're gonna get the best most solid trying to profit plus ev all that shit takes from us but let's have some fun today you know yeah. what i mean it's the super bowl it only happens once a year it's gonna be a great game and, and we're gonna come up off some long shots i swear to god yeah yeah no absolutely i mean the super bowl for everybody should just be a day to sweat these fun props there's a ton of them like i said we're not going to get to all of them this video just throw a little bit of money on some of these long shot props sweat it out potentially you hit one and you know you have you have a good super bowl or you're just uh, drowning in piss but i will say just because you're uh playing you know for fun essentially on the super bowl doesn't mean to just be a donkey and make you know just obnoxious bets and right and uncorrelated bets. If you have one play and you see another prop that kind of buys into what you're trying to sell with one of your plays, just play that as well. Because now that I'm looking at it, you can get any non-quarterback to have one plus passing touchdown plus 2,200. Mm. So that whole trio of props that we just mentioned, a quarterback to score a touchdown, a quarterback to have a, a rush attempt, a completion, and a reception, and any non-quarterback to have one plus passing touchdown. That's three correlated long shot bets. You could put $10 on it. If you hit, you're paid off. You put 30 bucks on it total. All you need is that one fucking Philly special. 30 bucks pays out 640. I love that. I absolutely love that. I'm going to be adding that to the repertoire as well, Joey. What do you say, though? We've been talking for a while now. What do you say we get down to brass tacks and predict this game? Two teams, two one seeds. Who's 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 taking home the Lombardi, man? Is this a Patrick Mahomes legacy game? Is this Mahomes stacking another Super Bowl for what is going to be a career-long journey trying to chase Tom Brady, trying to establish himself as the GOAT? There's a lot of prisoners of the moment, you know, in the NFL and in mm -hmm. fandom and analysis that, you know, want to talk about where does Patrick Mahomes fit all time, bro? He's 27 years old and he's going to be playing for 13 more years let's talk about it a decade from now yeah. right yeah. but this is a, an important game for that you know you do have to stack these super bowls if you want to be in the conversation for greatest of all time that's the story with mahomes and this is jalen hurts first time to the bowl you know it's a likable team jalen hurts is a likable guy good coaching exciting players really really deep roster on both sides of the ball incredible line play the things that you look for for teams to succeed in big in, in big games like this i think that there could be a case made for both teams that's why the spread is one and a half points favoring the eagles how do you see this game playing out is this going to be the mahomes game is this going to be the jalen hurts game yeah i think that these are the two best teams of the 2022 season so we got the correct matchup and really the question is are you siding with the best quarterback in the nfl and the best quarterback of our generation and one of the best head coaches of all time or are you siding with the better team that's what you have to ask yourself are you going to ride the best quarterback of our generation and one of the best quarterbacks of all time already, in my opinion, 
Agreed. And a better head coach than Nick Sirianni and Andy Reid. Those are the only advantages that the Chiefs have in this game, is the quarterback and the head coach. And those are the two most important positions on the football field. In my opinion, that's a, that's tough because like I said, I think they're very important. I side chiefs in this spot plus one Oh five. I'm on the side of, I want the best quarterback on the field. I want the best coach on the field. And I want both of these guys that have experience in this game. Whereas Jalen hurts does not. A lot of these Eagles players do not have super bowl experience. Nick Sirianni does not have super bowl experience. I think that does matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will side with the chiefs in the spot money line. It just moved to plus one Oh five live mm. uh, was plus 100 I like I'll that. take the Chiefs to win it's gonna be a close game obviously I'm not going to be putting like a lot of money on it uh just because I I, I obviously think the Eagles are very live like if the Eagles win I'll be like okay yeah Eagles Eagles won they're they were the best team in football this year um but I think that they were definitely benefited by one of the easiest schedules of all time I think that the Chiefs have shown without Tyree Kill that they can still be one of the best offenses in the entire NFL and they can put up points on any team in any given game and Mahomes he looked okay like he looked good enough in that game against Cincinnati in terms of his ankle injury and now you're giving giving him two plus weeks of rest rehab drugs etc I think he'll be close to 100% and if you're giving me a close to 100% Patrick Mahomes in the biggest game of you know, his career, I'll take Chiefs. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that take. I, I'm also citing Chiefs for all the reasons that you said. I think that Mah- this is the Mahomes game. I, I think that Mahomes will end up being right there in the discussion for greatest of all time when it's all said and done. And I think that games like this are going to be a part of that. I don't want to discuss whether or not he is, you know, like I said, give it a decade. Yeah. We'll talk about it then. But the one thing about this game that I am confident in him, more more so than who's going to win is that it's going to be a close game. Okay, I don't I don't think that either team is going to be able to blow the other team out. I have too much respect for each team individually to believe that. So while I do think that the Chiefs win this game, I feel more confident in sort of teasing the two things that I think are most likely to happen, which is that the Chiefs keep the game close no matter what, and that both teams are going to be able to put up points. You know, we've talked so much about passing touchdowns, the scoring in this game. And I think that both teams are going to score. I could see this game going under 51, but the way that I'm betting this personally is I'm going to be teasing Chiefs plus seven and a half. So I'm adding six points to their one and a half spread right now. And then I'm taking what it's at 51. So I'm taking eight points off the over 43 and a half. Combining those two, you get it at minus 110. A traditional teaser is adding six points to each side. So you're getting an extra two points, right, for the over-under at minus 110 when a traditional teaser is going to be minus 120 for that. So, I mean, you're just getting good odds by uh, same game parlaying it on DraftKings. If you put that same bet in on FanDuel, Chiefs plus 7.5 and the over 43.5, it's minus 136. So make this bet on DraftKings. You're getting way better odds at minus 110. Whether or not the Chiefs win, I don't know. I think they do. But they're not going to lose by a touchdown. That's just not happening. Patrick Mahomes Mm -hmm. is not going to go to the Super Bowl and lose a game by a touchdown. That is not happening. And these teams are going to put up 44 plus combined points. I truly believe that. So that's what I'm betting. This is my super lock. I'm going to put a big bet on this. I think that I might do two units, maybe a little bit more than that. I'm not quite sure yet. I want to sort of make sure that whatever the other action that I have in, when this bet hits, 
it covers all that. So I could miss every single long shot and break even. That's my goal. So I'm basically going to add up all of the props and all of the action I have and then put enough that when I win Chiefs plus seven and a half and over 43 and a half, I at least break even. And then everything from the long shots and the props, yada, 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 will be profit from that point on. That's how I am personally betting this Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57. And I can't wait, man. I can't yeah. wait for this game to kick off. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I'm definitely telling that. I told you the weekend before, in the, yep. in the championship uh, round that ended up kind of being a little bit of a sweat, but came through uh, teasers. Teasers are pretty lit. And, and we've, we've kind of been solid in terms of just our actual picks over the last For few sure. weeks. Uh, you were on that teaser. I mean, I was super high on Eagles minus two and a half, not even a sweat. The week before that, both of our best bets hit um, in the divisional round. Uh, not even a sweat there. So it's it's been a good playoffs betting wise for us. And yeah, I mean, I, I love that teaser. And we're both on Chiefs to win this game. Like I said, all it comes down to for me is are you betting the better team or are you betting on the better quarterback and better coach? And for me, I'm going to just take the better quarterback, the better coach in this spot with more experience on the Chiefs side. I'm expecting a, ve- a very good game. I mean, that, him as well. That. Let's pray this isn't like uh, circa, tw- I want to say 2013, yeah. 2012, when it was like the Broncos Seahawks <laughs> had the best offense in the league going up against the best defense and yeah. the game was just ass. Yeah. It was over <laughs> by halftime. Like, let, let's pray it's not that situation. I don't think it will be. And not, that, not with these teams. I mean, obviously, we, we saw the Chiefs last time they were in the bowl. They got absolutely pummeled uh, by... Yeah the Bucks. I don't think that's in the range just because the Chiefs were dealing with a lot of offensive line issues. At that point, they have one of the best offensive lines in football now. Uh, and at the time, Andy Reid's son had uh, hit and killed somebody, you know, a few days before the game. So a lot of distractions there and obviously we're affected by that. So get rid of those this week. Better offensive line, more experience. I mean, just give me the Chiefs. I think they win. I think it's I think it's a close game. Uh I guess we can end this with our score prediction. I'll give two out for both for both sides. Um so you you could bet these on FanDuel, DraftKings, wherever you want to play this. Um obviously shop for the uh the best line. So I think it's going to be a high scoring game. And I think these are better bets on FanDuel. So I would bet it on FanDuel, but I have DraftKings open up right now. On DraftKings, you can get the Eagles to beat the Chiefs at 31 to 28 plus 6,000. That's my side. That's my pick for the the Eagles side. I think if they're winning, they're probably covering the spread. And I think it's a high scoring game. 31, 28 game winning field goal. The Chiefs, I think the Chiefs win, which is what I'm expecting. I think they win 28 to 24. On FanDuel right now, that is plus 23,000. Put 10 bucks on it. You win 2,300. 28, 24, a very realistic score um, in, in my opinion. Chiefs 27, Eagles 24 is plus 4,900. That, that's what I've got. It's plus 5K on DraftKings. It's the chalkiest answer, which is surprising to me considering the Eagles are favorite. That, yeah, like, that the most likely no is the Chiefs sense. winning. Not sure what that's about. I guess the public is on the Chiefs, though, so they're just trying to get, you know, people who are on the Chiefs to bet that. But, I mean, it's chalky. It's probably not going to hit. But, like, that is what I came to. And then when I went to go look up what the odds were, it happened to be the most chalky. So it is what it is. I'll just take it. Plus 5K, Chiefs 27, Eagles 24. So we're one point off in what we expect the Chiefs to do. But we're in the same range here. We see the game going in a similar way. Yeah, but it's like for me, just give me the extra point for 20 more thousand odds. Yeah, that's fair. That is actually a really good point. It's hard to get 28 points, though. Like when you think about how teams score points, I mean, I mean, that's four no field. Yeah, no field goals, you know, no two point conversions. 
I mean, eh. a 28-24 game, I mean, that's definitely in the range, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Th- that would be mine because obviously I just want a super long shot. Like I, I just if I'm right, I want to get paid off ten to twenty three hundred sounds very enticing rather than ten to four ninety. Obviously four ninety that's still a solid amount uh, in terms of a return. But if I if I'm getting something right like the score, I want to be paid off, which is my thought process behind it. So when I when I'm looking for a correct score, which we actually got right last year, let's remember that we got it right. As specifically, you got it right. I think I had the score, but I didn't. I had the I had it flipped. Mm-hmm. I had, had the Bengals. Bengals right? I had the yeah, Bengals yeah, yeah. with the winning score, and you had the Rams. So we got the score right, both of us. But you got the team and the score right, so the correct score. So I will say that we're one and all. Thank you. Yeah, we are one, one and all. Can can we go on a historic run, bro? <laughs> if we if we hit if we hit two in a row, I mean next year's pod's got to be like the biggest betting podcast on the internet because come, come on come on yeah it's documented too so if you want to go fact check us just go back yeah. here and uh and you'll yep. see it so yep 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 please do all right man you know i think that that is going to be it here for the second annual super bowl betting preview presented by the dose media network i want to take a second here to thank all of the viewers and the listeners out there for supporting us through the season and making it our most successful year to date. I think that we'll be taking a brief break here just from releasing new episodes of the podcast specifically just to, you know, recharge our mentals. It's been a long grind of a season. Take a little break, recalibrate, and get our plans together for the 2023 NFL season, the type of content that we want to do, get all of that solid, and then we'll be right back on it. All summer long, we'll be talking about best ball. We'll be talking about prize picks. I think Joey's going to be doing some NHL stuff. I'll be delving into USFL, XFL, these alt football leagues over the summer. So the content's not stopping. We'll be back soon. Just going to take, you know, maybe a week or two to sort of just take a breath and get everything the way that it needs to be going forward. Joey, anything that you want to add here? Anything you want to say to the people after a long season? Yeah, I mean, uh, just shout out to everybody that's, uh, that's joined us on uh, this season and on this journey. And uh, yeah, I mean, subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the channel, man. And subscribe to the, the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast as well. You know, listen to it on your way to work in the gym whatever you're doing just throw it on i feel like we have one of the better podcasts uh, out there in, in the in the sports industry especially from just a pure listening perspective and yeah so just uh, make sure you check that out links for those are in the description absolutely you can follow us on twitter as well at dose media net as well as our personal twitters i'm at ben hover joey's at joey carrion dfs if you guys want to connect with us and stay up to date with everything that we're doing within the network you can join our inner circle via the free discord chat link to find that is in the show notes to the podcast to everybody listening or viewing out there we appreciate you we value you until next season let's stay accountable and keep it authentic Bye.